Yes. Yes. We're back, baby. We're back. Welcome to the fucking podcast. It's me, Cody, your host. Welcome to Insanely Chill. This is episode something, probably episode... I don't know why I don't bring this up before I fucking start recording. Every goddamn time, I gotta go to the fucking... This is episode 20. Holy shit, dude. Episode 20. That's big, man. That's 20 weeks we've been doing this shit? Y'all been sticking with me? Too kind. Too kind. Before I before yeah, before I get into this podcast, I just want to say real quick, um, if you've been listening uh to previous episodes, you know, I was I was you know hitting the gym for a while because I was doing this pilot and I had a shirtless scene in this whole thing, and I was stressing about the f- fitness and fitspo and whatnot. The pilot's out. It's out. That's right. It's um, it's out right now on uh, New Form's YouTube channel. It's called Boy Toys, and uh, it went live on Friday. They posted it on their YouTube channel, and uh, it turned out it turned out really well. People seem to be really digging it. Um, I think like a lot of people that follow me on YouTube are seeing it in their Discover section thing or whatever, and they're clicking that shit and they're watching it. And uh, the comments are really positive. So, guys, um, go check it out. It's called Boy Toys, okay? Just search it on YouTube. It should be the first thing. The thumbnail is me sitting in a hot tub shirtless, so, <laughs> so that shouldn't be that hard to find. Um, and I mean, if, if it's if it's enticing to you, I have a sex scene in it. I you know some of you may be some of that some of you may be repulsed right now. That might not entice you. That might do the opposite. So to those people, I say you know I'm also have a shirt on for most of this pilot as well. If that is what your thing, but if you want to see me shirtless and having a sex scene with this um, hot older chick, then watch away, search it, enjoy it. If you like to the way that these pilots work with new form is that they, um, they, it's part of like a, a class of pilots. They do an incubator class. So they basically like fund four or five, you know, eight to 15 minute pilots. And then once those are done and out, they stick them on their YouTube channel, and then they basically shop them around and try to get them picked up um, by you know whatever a network or fucking Hulu or RedTube. Who who knows? You know what I mean? It could be anything. So I think um, I you know I think depending on how many like views they get on YouTube and how many likes they get and comments and whatnot, it's kind of how they decide which ones to put effort into trying to get picked up. I would assume, I don't know that for sure, but anyways, it would help a lot guys. If you want to, if you go watch it and you actually enjoy it, throw it a comment, you know, say something like, I fucking hope this gets picked up to series. Love, you know, love this. Love to see, you know, Cody having a sex scene. Or again, if that grosses you out, then say something like, Hey, love to see Cody wearing a shirt and would love to see him in more clothes actually than in this pilot in the in future episodes hope this show gets picked up for sure but you know would 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 rather see him in in a sort of parka deal you know just cover up more we want to see less of his body um but you know please probably don't comment (laughs) comment something like hey this is good or if you actually enjoy it um which i think you will i think there's some really funny moments in it i've gotten some texts from friends that say 
uh, of uh, my friends who have enjoyed it. And so check it out, gang. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. It would help out a lot. And throw it a like. And uh, you know, I'm like. We're got a lot of shit right now, and and uh, so it helps. It helps for you guys. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, every single one of you because it helps me out for for you guys to be digging the shit. You know, keeps me motivated. That whole thing. Okay, so if you're anyway, so if you're here uh, from yesterday's video, in which we went to Mexico this past weekend, um, I'm sure you're waiting for some of the stories. From uh, from the weekend, including including us going to the Hong Kong strip club, which was the fucking strip club that in the in the last episode or the one before I read, I, I think it was the yeah it was the first one that I filmed. So two episodes ago, I read Yelp reviews for this strip club. It's like a it's like five stars on Yelp, dude. People love this fucking place, a strip club in Tijuana called Hong Kong. So I read the reviews for this place because my friend sent it out or something, and they were hilarious, the Yelp reviews. Sorry, I'm bumping the table right now, and this fucking the camera's being all shaky. Um, the reviews were hysterical. Like some of them were just like genuine reviews, right, of like these dudes that had like Yelp profiles. <laughs> Who the fuck has a real profile on Yelp? Like who has an avatar, like an icon on Yelp of themselves? I, I, I've never, still have, to, to this day, I've never met a Yelp power user. Have you? Like, who the, it's like people, it's like, I don't, it's, like, it's like having a fucking Rotten Tomatoes account where you give like, or like even, even something like a Reddit account. I guess, I guess I get that. I used to have a Reddit account. I used to care about karma and shit like that. Um, I don't go on Reddit anymore though. Not a fan. I go on, I go on the hip hop subreddit. I fuck with that one. I like that one. That's the only one I go on though. And surfing. That's it. Those two. I refuse to look at the main page of Reddit anymore. Refuse. And that's a whole different story. Why? So maybe one day I'll tell you that. Um, but what the fuck was I even saying? Oh yeah. It's like having a fucking IMDB account, you know, where you like write reviews on movies and you're like, you're like a reputable IMD, IMDB user. It's like, hey, what's the fucking point? <laughs> if it's not making you money, don't do it. <laughs> You know, why, why, why are you like taking Yelp reviews seriously? Does that get you something? Do you, is there a special, is there like a special like secret Yelp group, like a Yelp Illuminati that gets like free food at every restaurant or something? Because they're so, they're just like loyal users that review things honestly. I don't know. I'll never know. So anyways, this, this strip club had a whole bunch of reviews from people giving like honest reviews um, and they were hilarious. And so we were down in Rosarito <clears throat> this weekend, which is about 45 minutes south of Tijuana. Like I pronounced it. I think I pronounced it correctly there. Like a Mexican would. Tijuana. It seems to be how they, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just uh, say it the white way. Tijuana. So we were about 45 minutes south. Um, we're sitting there on Saturday and uh, we're all like a little you know, a little bit drunk. We had been drinking, you know, a couple set of ASAS. This is good. This episode's just going to be riddled with poor, like, Spanglish. Um, you know, drinking some set of ASAS and uh, had a little bit of a buzz going. We were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to Hong Kong. Let's do it. Let's go. What do we got to lose? I'll bring the camera. You know, we'll film us walking up to the place. Obviously, st- filming is like the last thing you do in a strip club. Actually, I was fucking, I was in. 
in Hong Kong and I was standing there checking my texts. This bouncer walks up to me and he goes, hey, give me your phone. And I was like, what? He's like, give me your phone. Show me the last picture you took. And I was like, okay, sure. And so I brought up the camera roll and I, and I opened up the photos app and he like took my phone from me and like browsed it and made sure like I didn't take any pictures of the strippers or whatever. And he was like, all right, sorry about that. And he gave me my phone back. And I was like, holy fuck. If I would have been taking pictures, which I would never do because I'm not a fucking idiot. I know, I know strip club etiquette. I guess it's not really about being an edi- or an idiot. It's more about the fact that I've been to strip clubs many times. So I knew you never, you never, you know, if you pull your phone up, you don't like, you know, hold it up, you hold it down so that it's clear you're like sending a text or whatever. So that was a little bit of a scary running with the bouncer there. Um, so anyways, I knew, you know, couldn't bring the camera inside, but I was like, whatever, we'll film us going up to it. We'll film like a review afterwards. And then, you know, after we left, I was like, I think we were just like too drunk to give an honest review on the strip club. So I figured I would do that now. And so I got to tell you, all the Yelp reviews were accurate. <laughs> all the five-star ones. This place was amazing. I had no idea what to expect because I had never been to Tijuana before. And I haven't, been to, I haven't been to Mexico in a long, long time. And, and you know, the times I have been to Mexico are, um, you know, I've been to more touristy places like Cabo, Cancun. Actually, aside from this one time, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this little story right now, and then we'll continue talking about Hong Kong. This one time, I worked for this startup in uh, this was in 2013, I believe. I was working for the startup, and uh, the CEO. It was a small company, about 11 or 12 people, and so I was like, you know, close to the CEO, and uh, you know, I was just doing a lot of stuff, working long hours, and was uh, writing one of their apps. So the CEO was friends with this guy who had his own jet. It's the smallest passenger jet you can buy. I think it seats four people, but it's a jet, like jet engine. Um, and so one day he goes, you guys have been working really hard. Uh, I want to take you somewhere. So like meet me at the airport, the Santa Mon- or sorry, the uh, Palo Alto airport, which is a private airport in like two hours. And we were like, oh, fuck, we're, pl- we're flying private somewhere. This shit, this bougie as fuck. A little private flight where we go in Vegas on a little G4 action, maybe, perhaps. I don't know. What's that song? By the, you know, f- uh, popping bottles on in the, <laughs> like, like, fly like a G6. G6, that's what, you know, you know, maybe it's going to be like that song. I don't know. I'm pumped, though. And we get to the airport and it's his, it's his buddy with this tiny, I mean, it's still a jet, right? It's still fucking dope as fuck, but it's small as shit. And me, I'm horrified of flying. I hate it. I hate every moment when I'm in the air, every single moment. I really, really just, it's just like a instinctual thing. It's like, I, I convince myself fully that flying is safe and it's safer than driving and all those fucking statistics that people give you. Right. But like, for some reason, man, flying, like, you feel my hands after, like, 10 minutes of being in the air, and they're just wet. Like, just clammy hands, you know? Ugh, like, I could stick them on the wall, and they would just, like, they're they're just, ugh. I would try to hold somebody's hand and it would slip out. <laughs> like, I'd fucking... 
put them in a jar of baby oil, you know, just, and that's just like, that's just deep within me. I'm frightened. That's what that is. You know, logically I'm like, no, this is fine. This is safe. So that's, I'm just scared of flying. You know what I'm saying? Hate it. So whatever. So this is my biggest nightmare is having a small ass plane that I'm going to have to get into and fly somewhere that I don't even know where we're going yet with a pilot who I know personally and I, and I, who have like partied with before. And I'm like, I, does this guy even know how to fly? And if so, is he like, you know, he's like in a t-shirt right now. He's not even in fucking, he's not even in the fucking pilot suit, you know, which goes a long way in terms of ease of mind is when you see the pilot suit, you're like, all right, this guy's legit. This guy can fly a fucking plane. Whereas you see a guy in a t-shirt, you're like, he could drive a car. I don't know about a plane, maybe a boat. Yeah. You can fly a boat. I mean, fly a boat. Have I been saying that? Have I been saying fly a car? If so, man, Jesus Christ. Um, so we, so we get to the private airport and we get in the guy's plane. He's like, we're going to Mexico. And I was like, oh damn, this is like legit. This is a fucking legit trip. We were going somewhere where like, I'm pretty sure you can only go there, um, by landing in this private airport. You can't get there like easily by a public air airport. You got to go to some city and drive a few hours. And, uh, or we, yeah, it was in some resort. The first day we were going somewhere else. And then the second day we were going to go somewhere else. And then we we're going to fly back to LA. So we get in the plane and we fly to, uh, we fly, we cross the border and then we have to land in Tijuana to get gas. And, uh, we land and we get out and these Mexican guys come up to us with like AK-47s and they like check the plane to make sure there's no drugs in the plane or whatever. We gas up and by the time we get back in the flight, there's like a gigantic thunderstorm over top of us. Like I'm talking like like menacing clouds, like clouds you look up in the sky and you're like, oh, fuck. Like some trees are about to get fucked up by whatever sort of lightning is about to eject out of these clouds, right? Very scary shit if you're about to go up in a tiny-ass plane with a guy in a T-shirt when you're scared of flying like I am. And it was awful, dude. It was like, we, sorry, I fucking turned the shit. We flew up into these clouds and all of a sudden we're like, you know, in a tiny plane, you feel the incline more. We're like literally pointed almost straight fucking up, up flying through these planes, like dropping and, 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 you know, like all of like sudden fucking turbulent drops. And the guy's like, like, he's like, like the fucking pilot can barely hang on to the thing. Cause we're bumping around so much. And I'm like, I'm going to die. This is it. I'm going to die. I'm going to die a, a thousand feet above Tijuana and just fall to the ground and just be, be fucking, um, road what's it called jesus christ my brain's not working today be just dead in tijuana this is how i'm gonna die and then fred by some grace of god we made it through the clouds and uh we ended up landing in a, in a city called mazatlan i believe was it mazatlan yeah it's relatively not a touristy city by any means I'm going to Google this real quick because I'm actually curious if this is the place we went. Was it Mazatlan? It was somewhere that wasn't touristy at all. Okay. And I knew this because we checked into the hotel 
And uh, we're like, let's go out. Because it was, like, it was like 8 p.m. or something like that. We're like, let's go out drinking. So we got in a cab. And uh, as we're driving down the street, there's like dudes in like fully armored trucks with like a guy on like a mounted gun on top passing us on the roads. Like it's and, – and the cab driver's like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, this shit happens all the time. And we were like, there's, there's a dude – did you see the fucking gun on top of the thing? That guy could have just mini-gunned us. You know, if we weren't going to die above Tijuana, we were going to die by the will of this dude on a fucking minigun. I mean, I'm sure this is all drug-related stuff, right? I understood it. It's just a little bit shocking seeing that in person for the first time when you're in this, like, city where tourists don't go. And they're like, they had, like I don't even know if they were part of the fucking, you know, military. They could have been, like, rebels or whatever, like, part of the cartel. I'm pretty sure they had, like, ski masks over. It was fucking... It was just alarming, okay? So we're in the, we're in the car, and uh, we, we go to this club. We show up there, and they were the girls there were obsessed with us. I was there with, like, two other uh, white dudes, younger white dudes like me. But we're all, like, nerdy, like, software engineers, right? So, like, you know, none of us at the time had the best style. I still don't. <laughs> but none of us, like, at the time had, like, the best style and, you know— I'm pretty sure we were doing this thing. Actually, yeah, I'm positive now. We were not shaving until this app we were writing came out. So I had like this awful fucking unkempt facial hair, just patchy, like the shittiest 22-year-old facial hair you can imagine. You know, like someone fucking planted turf on my face, but like missed half of it. It's just awful and black. Like my facial hair is really dark. It's just bad, man. I go back and I and I look at the pictures. I like I have like in my photo library still. I have the pictures that I my think the selfies that I would send my parents to be like, "Hey, grow my beard out." And it's just like, "Oh, that's not a beard. That is not a beard. That looks like pubes. That looks like a pube goatee. Why is it on your cheeks? Why? And it's. I mean, I still can't grow it. I still can't grow shit on my cheeks. Why not? What the fuck is wrong with my cheeks? Do I got to get that shit checked out? <laughs> when am I going to be able to grow a beard on my cheeks? I want to know that. Or are my cheeks just going to be, is it like, is it just like the soil there isn't good enough to grow shit? You know, not enough. Because my neck, I can grow shit on my neck. I can grow a mean neck beard. And that's what it was at this point. So we show up to this bar and I got this gross puby neck beard. And, uh, and we show up and I'm wearing, I'm pretty sure I showered in a couple days, right? Sweaty hands still from the flight. Just like not my best look ever. And the girls there were obsessed with us. Obsessed. They were following us around. Like, like we would just walk around. They were like a group of them would just follow us around because they were like, they were just like really, I don't know, I guess like into the fact that there was white people there. And I don't know if it's because they don't like this. Don't see white people often. It was like a really remote place. I don't know if it, if it was Mazatlan. It might have been another. I gotta remember that because it was an amazing city. It really was beautiful. And uh, yeah, so it's so these girls following us around, crazy. We just like we were basically like I was like making out with one of them at the club, and it was in like a, it was like a beach bar. It was on the beach. And uh, I was wearing shoes, again, because I'm a fucking nerd, apparently. So, so puby neck beard, 
okay? Pubic neck, neck beard, sweaty hands, probably stank like shit, okay? And shoes on the beach. Not exactly, you know, the picture of a dude that a girl would run up to and be like, please make out with me. Not exactly, right? It basically had nothing going for me at that point. Um, but I... I guess, I don't know, this girl liked the fact that I was white, so we started making out. I'm wearing shoes. I kick her toe by accident because I think we were dancing, and her toenail comes off. Ugh, her big toenail pops off like like a fucking hood of a car, you know, like that. Oh, my God, dude. So gross. She starts bleeding everywhere. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fuck, I don't know what to do. I fucked it up with this girl. Classic me, I'm making out with this girl and I bust her toenail off. What the fuck? You know? I was I was in, dude. I was in. I was had my game going, you know, stank like shit, pubic neck beard, but I was I was making out. I was in, and then I busted her toenail off. Wow, dude. Player. <laughs> Player move right there. Boss move. But but that's how much these girls like white dudes apparently is that this girl just didn't stop being interested in me. She was like, it's okay, it's okay. And I was like, no, dude, you're bleeding out of your thing on the beach. You're gonna get sand in your wound. And she was like, it's okay. Please keep besos. And I was like, oh my God. Anyways, I, I nothing, I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't really... That was the story. The point is, that was the last time that I'd been to not a touristy place in Mexico. And that was my experience. Really fun. Mexico is an incredible country. And so I didn't really know what to expect by going to Tijuana. And uh, because Tijuana, you know, Tijuana, it's right there at the border. But it isn't really a touristy place. People tell you, like one of the girls, you know, one of our girl friends was invited and she was like, I'm not going to come because I've heard like Tijuana is really dangerous. So she just like stripped, didn't come on the trip. I didn't really know what to expect. So we take a Uber 45 minutes up from Rosarito um, to Tijuana to go to this strip club. And uh, where was I in this fucking? Right. And the place was just awesome, man. Everyone was so nice. Like the girls were super hot. It was like, it was, but it, this place was actually insane though. It was the craziest strip club I've ever been to in my entire life. For sure. Like in the middle of it, like we were like, we were there with like, it's like five guys and like three girls that were with us. And we had like a little table and uh, it's like cheap there. So the bottles were like 40 bucks or something. So we got like a bottle of tequila and we're sitting there and uh like, you know, we're just sitting there drinking, like kind of enjoying the novelty of being at a strip club. And all of a sudden this fucking mascot comes out of the back, like a fully dressed, like a fully dressed up mascot of this giant. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. It was some kind of animal, but it was this dude dressed as like a giant animal with like a whistle. And he came out and was just like walking through the strip club. And we were like, what is going on? Like, I didn't think that I would be able to get weirded out when there's naked chicks walking around everywhere, right? That's like a hard thing to do. You're sitting in a strip club. There's already the weirdest shit ever happening around you. 
Okay, there was like a hot tub with these two girls. There was like shaving cream things going on. Trust me, it was fucking weird. So we're all sitting there. We're like, okay, there's no way that anything weirder could happen right now, right? So we're like feeling, we're getting used to this. We're feeling comfortable. Psych, this fucking mascot walks out of the back with like a whistle. And we're like, what the, it's huge. We're like, what is this? What is this? What is, what could this possibly, this isn't a sports game. You don't need to like hype people up for this experience. Everyone's already hyped up. There's naked chicks everywhere. Why is this mascot all of a sudden here? It was so confusing. It was so confusing. (laughs) Why does a strip club need a mascot? Is like, do they use him in the advertisements? Is, is it like the, I don't even know what it was. It was like a, it was like a, oh man. It was some kind of pig or something. It was uh what is Pumbaa? You know what I'm talking about? Warthog. I think it was a warthog. I think. So is that their team name? The Hong Kong Warthogs? <laughs> Why does this strip club need a mascot? Why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> Man, it was weird. And we never figured out what the fuck that was. That was. Devin just sends a picture out to the, today to, to the group of the mascot that he had taken. And we're just like, we're all still like, what was that? Just so confusing. Anyways, then this, then they wheel out this girl and she's lying on a bed and she's got like jello shots all over her. And we like would... I dude, I ate a jello shot off of her bare ass. I'm not proud to admit these things, okay? But it's it's I wanted to get the, you know, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, that's something that I did. <laughs> ate it off of her bare ass. But it was like it was cool, man. It was like you go to a I don't know, you go to a strip club here in the states and it sometimes feels like, it, I mean, it all the time feels dirty, right? It's like some of the girls don't want to be there and you can tell, you know, that they're kind of just, this is how they make ends meet. It can be a little bit sad. Honestly, at this Hong Kong strip club, I didn't feel that way. Everyone seemed pretty happy. Everyone seemed like pretty confident in what they were doing. And it was like the bouncers were all like super nice. It didn't seem like people were trying to, you know, fuck you in terms of like out of money, you know? So I don't know. That's my experience. Um, You know, saw crazy, crazy warthog mascot for some reason. Saw eight of jello shot off a girl's ass and I gave it a, I give it a solid five out of five. I also will probably bring my family there in the future. (laughs) That was one of the reviews. Remember? Set five out of five. Brought the wife and kids here. Had a great time. Definitely don't do that at all. But the girls that were with us liked it, liked it as well. So this was a good time. If you're in, and Tijuana was great. For the I, I you know I didn't spend too much time there. We were in the strip club for a little while, and then we left, and we went to this place called Tacos Frank. Tacos Frank, I think. Fuck, man, it was so good, so good. Easily the best Mexican food I've ever had. Easily was this place, Tacos Franco or something in Tijuana. 
Holy fucking shit. Muy bien. Tacos. Muchos tacos. Mm. Tambien. What does that mean? No, that's not it. Te amo. Te amo. Tacos. Y uh, tacos de um, <laughs> carnitas y car uh, carne asada. See? I know what the fuck I'm doing. I know a little bit of Spanish. Took Spanish in high school, bitch. You better believe that shit. Baño means bathroom. Fuck it. I could keep going. I could keep fucking going if I wanted to. Uh, let's see. Um, comer. To eat. Boom. Um, I don't know anymore. <laughs> That's it. That's all I knew. Dude, one of the one of the one of our friends, Adam, like I, none of us knew we spoke Spanish, and he like was pretty fucking good, and he like he was at the restaurant just like spouting Spanish to the waiter, and it was the dopest shit ever. You know what I mean? If you can go to somewhere else and like hold your own in terms of like the language there, that shit's dope, super dope. What else? What else happened there, dude? It's Mexico, fucking. It floored me how close it is to us. And you're in a different country. We drove down to San Diego on Thursday, right? Spent the night there, woke up Friday, and then drove to Rosarito. We were in, we were in, we left at like 11 a.m., I think, from San Diego. And we were in Tijuana by 11.20, I'm pretty sure. It's like fucking 20 minutes away. And you're in a different country, a different world where there's, no rules. <laughs> How crazy is that? It's so fucking close. It's right there. And no, I feel like nobody goes. And then where we ended up staying was 45 minutes south in a city called Rosarito. And it was just incredible, man. We got this house. Wasn't expensive at all. And it was a big house. Ten of us stayed there. And uh, beautiful place. People were so nice. The bar, the, the bar that we went to that we were talking about in the, the video, I don't know if you've seen my vlog, um, it was called Papa's, Papa's and Beer, Papa's e Beer. It's, uh, it's, I think it's, this one of the girls in the group was saying it's the biggest bar on the West Coast. It was fucking huge, huge. It looked like someone just like took a gigantic, like the first person in Rosarita just took like a gigantic part of the beach and was like, all right, I'm just going to, this is mine and I'm just going to build a fucking huge ass bar around it. Because it was huge. We went there during the day, on the first day. And uh, we saw the place and we're like, there's no way this is going to fill up. There's no way. And on Cinco de Mayo, we went at night and it was packed. There must have been fucking 10,000 people there. Including the fucking mascot from the strip club. Probably. I don't know. He's probably in the crowd somewhere. That's how big the crowd was. It was like a music festival. And the DJ was just killing it. As much as I hate that phrase, he was killing it. Killing it. He was like playing fucking reggaeton and then he'd like move into deep house all of a sudden and all these white dudes were fucking cutting shapes. You know that? <laughs> you know that dance? Whatever it's called. Oh, what's it called? Twer cutting shapes or uh, it's fucking called. Um, mm. It's like the sixth time I haven't been able to think of something in this podcast. I wish I had a, I need a fucking producer. 
So I can be like, yo, what's that called? And he just like, is like, you know, blurping. And I'm like, yeah, blurping. That's, that's what it is. So he'd like play deep house and then he would move back into reggaeton and then, oh, so sick. So sick. And like, you know, just all types of people there twerking and dancing and just, it was, it was rowdy to say the least. Rowdy. It was rowdy. And it was, it was, the it was so much fun. And then we would go afterward, after the bar, we would go and get amazing Mexican food from taco stands on the street. Dude, this place is just amazing. Straight up amazing. Seriously. Mexico is a great place. And someone tweeted at me and they were like, yeah, but what about all the, the, the drug wars? And it's like, and it's like, no, I, fully understand that that shit is happening right and it is a it is a pretty like touristy thing to be like oh my god i love this place it's perfect obviously it's got its issues right and uh you know the drug war is horrible um but as a tourist i'd say like it's it's a great spot you know it really is A lot of dope shit. Um, then we drove back and uh, I edited the vlog on Sunday, put it up yesterday. So if you want to see our trip, go watch that. Go watch it. I'll put the uh, link. Uh, actually, I'll put the link for Boy Toys, the pilot, in the description for this because I'd ra- honestly, I'd rather you watch that <laughs> and leave a little bit of a comment. What else has been going on? <clears throat> so I had my uh, comedy show last week on Wednesday. And uh, it went really well. Honestly, I think one of my best sets so far, ever. Um, it was the first time that I was actually able to like relax in the middle of the set and like just like deal with this silence, you know? I get, I get like the silence really bugs me. Some comedians are able to just go up and just like, I don't know, just enjoy like the breaks between jokes and when people laugh, they let them laugh and they're not scared of remembering their next joke or whatever. I'm usually like kind of like rushing through my set because it's like more me reciting it than it is like actually, you know, I don't know, just dealing with the energy of the crowd and like making it natural. And this was the first time that I actually felt like I was able to experience that a little bit, which was dope. If you came out, Thank you so much. Uh, I got another show on June 7th, I think, June 7th, a month from last Wednesday. <laughs> and um, I think we're going to try and – Noel and I might try and st- – oh, Noel performed too, and he killed it. Absolutely killed it. Murdered it. Dude, you got to see the dude on stage. It's crazy. Noel, if you're listening and you're not on my YouTube or you're not a subscriber to my YouTube channel, Noel is a guy I do videos with all the time. Uh, he's my close friend. Very funny dude. But murdered it on stage, really. He's got like a, such a great stage presence. Um, I think uh, we might try and throw our own show either at the Improv or somewhere. I would, man, I would love to do it on the West Side if possible. But um, you know, and I, I think we'd probably make it some like you know five to ten bucks, and we get a couple great comics, a couple other you know three or four other comics, and we'll throw an hour long show. That'd be dope. Um. So let me know if you're listening to this and uh, that sounds like something that would interest you. Let me know. DM me and, and let me know. I'm trying to, you know, 
gauge whether or not that's like a valid thing that I should be working on. As well as like, honestly, I want to, I want to tour. You know, I want to, I was, I've been thinking if I, you know, me and Noel went out and, uh, I don't know, hit a couple, hit a few cities. I think that, I think that'd be dope. I think that, uh, again, like, you know, if you're listening, I might do like the whole like we demand thing on YouTube just to like gauge some interest. But honestly, right now, if, if that sounds like something that would interest you, if you have friends, you know, that are also, um, fans of me and would come out to a show, if we did one, let me know, let me know. I, um, a lot of people like, you know, I ask people to DM me all the time and cause I like hearing from people, you know, people that listen to my shit. I do. I won't respond a lot of the time because it's just like, it's a waste of my time, <laughs> but I like reading them and I do read them. I'm responding to more nowadays because I'm, I realize I got to give, I got to, you know, people are going to be, people think I'm a dick when I just, when I'm like, Hey, DM me. And then I just never respond to any of them. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tour maybe, more stand-up, some, now that I fucking, you know, now my last set, now that I really got into, I was able to like vibe with the crowd a little bit and stuff like that, it just felt good, I still was pretty fucking nervous, but um, it felt good, and again, afterwards, people were like, yeah, I listen to your podcast, and these guys came from fucking Detroit or something, how dope is that, just to, I think just to see me, I don't, that's what they made it seem like, they were like, yeah, we came from Detroit, and I was like, why would you do that, (laughs) for me, what are you, dumb, don't do that, actually, that's not even, last time, last show, someone was like, yo, I came from, oh, fuck, what did he say, it was like, um, oh, somewhere in Europe, it was like Sweden or something, or Netherlands, I think, he was like, yeah, I came from the Netherlands, and I was like, oh, why you know maybe if i was playing the forum and i had an hour-long set you should come from the netherlands <laughs> but that's it you know but that being said mad respect mad mad love to those people y'all the true fans so i <laughs> i want to i want to start talking about youtubers that i like I feel like that's not a thing that happens as much as it as it did, you know, on Vine. On Vine, like Vine had that great sort of network dynamic or network dynamic, I guess, where you could like if you like someone, you could revine them, and then your followers would be exposed to them. And the only way that really happens on YouTube is if you collab with someone, right? Which is like you gotta, you know, sometimes they don't live in the same place as you or. A lot of the times you're just like, I don't know what to do with this person. You got to think of an idea, right? It's tough. A lot of friction. A lot of friction there. Very Not a frictionless experience by any means, right? And so it's it's tough to, to promote people that you like. Um, and so it's hard. You know, I've heard, you know, I've heard... H three said this on his podcast. I think we was, when he was interviewing Idubs, he was like, um, you know, you, you on YouTube, you do you need help in the beginning. Good content is not enough. It's just not the the engine, the YouTube engine, just doesn't, you know, promote you to enough people. They don't know how are they supposed to know your content's good if it's not getting tons of likes and comments and whatnot, right, and views and whatever. So, like, you know, that's how all the biggest YouTubers have gotten there besides people like, I don't know, like Ricecom and fucking that just blew up out of nowhere for no reason. Um, and so 
I it's one of the things I want to do is start talking about YouTubers that I like and, and and obviously I'm not I don't have a big enough following for this to really matter at this point but I just think it's cool. One of the dudes um I've been watching recently his name's Steven Suptic. I don't know much about him honestly. I just found his channel cuz it was recommended to me and I started watching some of his stuff. I think he he used to work for SourceFed or something. I'm not really sure but god damn it his videos are so fucking good. They're so good. They're like they're like how vlogs should be, you know. Of course, I like David Dobrik's vlogs, uh, but dude, I I I watch every one, every few. But this dude's oh my god, it's like every single one is so good, and he narrates them, which is such an interesting thing. It's like it makes the vlog feel like real content, not like a f- vlog, you know. It's so dope. I want to. I think he, I don't know. Again, like, I don't I'm trying to, I'm like watching his video, trying to learn more about like where he came from, what he's, you know, what his friends are doing. I think he started a company where he's now going to be doing videos full time. I don't know, but I would love to fucking do a video with that dude. Check him out. Steven Suptic. Hilarious dude. So, um, again, I'm going to, I'm going to just talk about people I like if I find them and they, they post good content. I'm going to share them with y'all. Hopefully that's something that you're interested in as well. Okay, you know what? Let's do this now. So as you know, last episode, I um, requested, I I did the very weird request of asking for fan fiction about me. Gruesome fan fiction because I was like, I want to use this potentially for a video. I think it could be hilarious. Someone tweeted at me a link to this fan fiction that had been written I'm pretty sure a month earlier to when I posted that podcast. So it's not even like, when was this posted? Oh, when were you posted? Let's see, April 9th? Yeah, a month ago. Literally, exactly a month ago today, this was posted. Um, And so it it wasn't even in response to this request that I made on my podcast. So I just did this organically. And someone had just tweeted it to me. I'd never seen it before. So I, you want to read some? I think we should fucking read some. I read like a cup. I just like skimmed it, like just picked out different sentences. And it was, oh, it was good. Well, good in a bad way. (laughs) Let's fucking read some of this shit. I'm not going to read a lot because I want to, I think I want to do it for a video. I think, I think this could be. A great video. Oh, I tweeted about Venmo and now I'm getting all these fucking Venmo requests from people. Like requesting money from me. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna request or if you're gonna like interact with me on Venmo to be funny, send me money. Don't request money. You know how annoying that is for me to go through and deny requests, like you know, dodging my friends ones so that I can complete those. Don't do that. If you're going to interact with me on Venmo, send me money. It's not funny to request it. I'm not giggling because this person requests $15 for child support. That's not funny. You know what's funny? Pay me $15 for child support. That's fucking funny. And if you want to do that, my Venmo ID is Cody Co. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Speaking of money, if you – if you, um, dude, I'm legit making like no money on YouTube anymore. It sucks ass and it's like worrisome. Because I don't have an income. I don't have like merch yet or anything. I'm working on that right now. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not making any money. It would, it would mean the world to me if you 
donated or if you contributed to my Patreon, for real. If that interests you, go to patreon.com slash Cody Co. I think what I'm going to do if I hit like two grand a month or something is I'm going to start like a podcast where I actually interview my Patreon subscribers for for you guys. Like it's just like, I think that'd be dope. Just, you know, I don't know, fuck around. See what's up. What's your story? You know? Like, I, one of my one of the dudes uh, who came to my comedy show last Wednesday, he came up to me afterwards. He was like, hey, I, I put 10 bucks into your Patreon. He's like, I want to see you keep making good stuff. And I was like, that honestly means a lot. It's cool. And if you're listening to this, brother, thank you. You'll be the first one I interview if this if this podcast ever becomes a reality. Okay. So here we go. The fan fiction we've all been waiting for. Get ready to get wet. <laughs> this is by This is by Lol I Write Shit and I'm a Whore. That's the name. 5:30 a.m. Today was no different from the rest. A typical Monday for me is to wake up at this ungodly hour. Each morning, I would try to get ready faster and quietly, and hopefully not wake up my boyfriend, who believes I should stay in bed with him for the whole day. Okay, I'm assuming that's me. I don't stay in bed the whole day. Well, I, I got shit I gotta do, okay? Now I'm like, you know, it's making me out to be lazy. A little bit. Let's read on. When the alarm went off, I heard Cody's grumbling next to me, so it was me. I agreed with him. But my work should be fun today. Working with kids has always been a passion of mine, and the fact I get to teach the next generation has always excited me. So, oh, she's teach a teacher. Okay. Luckily, Cody was too tired to try and convince me to stay, so I quickly got myself ready to head out by six. Before I left, I scurried to the bedroom and gave Cody a quick kiss. He gives me a dreamy smile that's only illuminated by the moonlight shining through the window. Oh, wow. Waking up at the crack of dawn. I guess not even dawn, right? That would that would imply sun. This is this would be dusk. I don't know. But anyways, dreamy smile like that. Love that. Love the adjective there. Great description. Like in the character character development so far. Have a great day, baby. Cody utters in a husky yet hoarse tone. Oh, love the animal references there. Husky yet hoarse. Good stuff. I linger as I watch his face contort to a sly smirk. I chuckle at his expression and head out. Dude, this is making me out to be a fucking alpha male. Sly smirk? Nobody gives sly smirks but someone who knows they're the fucking man. Teaching high schoolers different ways of interpreting literature was always a challenge. Trying to get the shy and intelligent kids to speak their mind, the smart and extroverted kids to give others a chance, and the others a chance, and the others to pay attention. That's a little bit confusing sentence there. The day felt long, but the only thought keeping me sane was that I will go home in a matter of hours. 3.30 p.m., finally getting home. I said the papers I'd inevitably have to grade on the first flat surface I could find. Cody should be home in half an hour or perhaps a full hour, so I decided to treat myself to a nap. I removed my current outfit to something a lot, a lot more comfortable, one of Cody's Duke shirts, which, <laughs> which fit me like a dress and nothing else. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I felt myself drifting, drifting off. Fit, fit her like a dress? Is she four feet tall? Because I'm not that tall. I'm five foot nine, thank you very much, which is tall enough. I'll have you know. But for her, to, for a shirt to fit her like a dress, she's got to be five five feet, right? Which is nothing wrong with that. I'm just trying to get the trying to get the picture here in my mind. 
4.15 p.m. Yes, no, babe. Cody's voice was coming from behind me. I missed you. He turned to face him. I turned to face him. And I was pleasantly met with the bleary image of Cody's bare chest and the warmth he radiated. You look too peaceful. So what better not to join you? Cody snuggled into my chest and why am I reading this like fucking Johnny Bravo now? Whatever. I'm digging it. Cody snuggled into my chest and I let out a giggle. He always claimed his favorite pillow was atop my breasts. (laughs) It does sound like something I would say. Basking in each other's comfort for only... Basking? Someone made fun of me for that last time. Is it basking or basking? Basking in each other's comfort for only five minutes, I began to wonder, how was your day? Cody groaned, boring. All I wanted to do was come home and be with you. I shifted so my back faced him. He was confused yet intrigued. After several seconds, I muttered, you know, if you, also, why am I such a degenerate in this? Why am I such a deadbeat in this story? I'm just spending my day at home, boring, sleeping in, not doing shit, while she's out teaching the youth of America? Was with that? I think I should be out doing something, too. I should have a job in, this, in your fan fiction. After several seconds, I muttered, you know, if you want, I have an idea that will make both of our days a hell of a lot better. I ever so slightly began to tease him with my ass. <laughs> Earning a sharp inhale from the man beside me. The blush upon my cheeks red hot, and the butterflies in my stomach renewed and fluttered within me. God, fuck, I've missed this. His hands caressed my thighs, leading to my ass, and he impulsively ground into me, his member prominent and growing. Yeah, I don't know if I, don't know if I can keep reading this. This is this is freaking me out a little bit. It's weird reading it like with the thought that it's me. I let's find like a really bad uh uh let's find like a really I traced <laughs> I traced the small veins along his shaft and then began pumping. <laughs> Dude, I gotta save this for a video. It's like, it's too good. <laughs> oh, this this actually reminds me. I think my one of my ex-girlfriends and I used to like write like dirty emails to each other where we'd like do this same shit. And I'm just realizing now that it's like, it's fan fiction. My girlfriend and I used to write fan fiction about each other and email it to each other. What the fuck? It's fucking weird. I also, somebody... I think somebody wrote a gay fan fiction about me and Ty Lopez, which is fucking absurd. Why? Why? Maybe I'll read that one next time. I can't read any more of this. I can't. Thank you to whoever wrote this. Um, I don't even know if I'm, I don't know if, I don't know. One of the fucking hashtags is Cody Co. Smut. Jesus fucking Christ. I feel weird right now. All right, last thing before uh, before I wrap this thing up is um, I want to check the hashtag, insanely chill. I haven't uh, been doing that. Oops, but I want to do that. I want to I want to do that from now on. Insanely chill. If you got questions or anything that you want answered, ha- uh, tweet them with the hashtag insanely chill and I'll go through them at the end of the episode. Uh, I don't, um, what is your, what is your favorite element on the periodic table? Fucking gold, obviously. Who's the best surfer out of you, Mulch, Dev, and Colby? 
Uh, I don't know. It's like, I'd say it's pretty fucking close between me, Devin, and Marcus. Colby is a very far second to us. <laughs> uh, rant on dogs that have Instagram. 90% sure he offended Scooby-Doo. Literally everything he complained about describes him. Scooby-Doo has an Instagram? Also, what does that tweet even mean? Poorly, poorly phrased. Uh, wow, there's really just nothing good here. Have you watched any Black Mirror episodes? Yeah, fucking, oh my god, dude, that one. Dude, the pig one, first of all, what the fuck? That shit was nuts. Love that one. And uh, the one, there's one, there's this one, like, it's like a virtual out reality thing. He like plays some video game to to get money, and he's like, they transport him to like the or they they make him like see the scariest dream basically he's ever. See. That's crazy. If you haven't watched Black Mirror, watch that shit. Also, another show I want to watch is uh, American Gods. I see that advertised everywhere, and apparently it's pretty damn good. I was on uh, Rotten Tomatoes checking that out, checking some, you know, verified user reviews. <laughs> People who have verified user review accounts on Rotten Tomatoes for some reason. But all the reviews seem to be pretty positive, so. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, let's see. If you want a video from me to one of your friends wishing them happy birthday or maybe wishing your dog happy birthday or your mom happy Mother's Day, if she's a fan, which maybe she is, and if she is, then you know, hit her up, tell her I say what up. <laughs> if you want, if you want that, um, you can book me on Cameo. It's Devin's company. It's his website, and uh, it's great. I got I did a bunch of them last week for people, and they and they seem to dig them. Bookcameo.com/slash Cody Co. So if you want, if you want me to wish your mom Happy Mother's Day or your dog Happy Mother's Day. I don't know why that would be a thing. Why would I do that? But I don't know. People want weird shit sometimes. Yesterday I got one. It was just uh, from an artist and it was like, hey, listen to my song on SoundCloud and say that it's dope so that I can use that video to show my friends so that they think I'm a good artist. And so I did that. It was great. It was great. Bookcameo.com slash Cody Co. And always... If you like this podcast, please rate it on iTunes. Throw it a five stars. I think we're almost at 400. I think, did we did we break it? That was the goal last time, wasn't it? 400. Let's see what's up. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Insanely chill. We're at 399. Holy fuck. One more. One more. And then we got to smash the next goal of 500. Uh, follow me on social media. All my shit is at Cody Co. Instagram, Twitter. You know the deal, guys. Um, YouTube. If you don't follow me there, fuck it. Hope you enjoyed my uh, my little stories from Mexico. Um, one thing I should say is is if you go there, don't try the splanch. Don't try it. It's the worst snack ever. I know the whole vlog was themed sponge because we bought it so many times, but that's why we bought it. It's because it was so bad. It was hilarious that we would just go there and just every time we would get another package of sponge, even though no one was eating it. Because <laughs> it's like the driest, grossest snack ever. However, if Splunch ever wants to sponsor me, I am very open to it because I love the brand. I love the branding, love the package, love the name. Splunch, fucking genius. Except it doesn't even have an L in it. 
I ju- we just made that up because it sounds better. Honestly, I'm going to start my own sm- snack called Splanch. I am, and it's going to be, it's going to be um, banana. It's going to be banana and peanut butter. No, that sounds like ass. You could no, some, some delicious. Okay, so maybe some nougat in there. Who knows? Some some malt. Whew. I love candy. And so maybe that's something I'll I'll do. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. This is what I know. I should end the podcast. All right, guys, have a great week. Um, even though, you know, just keep in mind today is Wednesday. So, uh, you know, keep grinding, as they say. Grind never stops. Sometimes it stops. You know, you need a rest day every, every now and then. Um, keep doing your thing. Check out Boy Toys. Write a comment. Hit the like button. It would help me out a lot. Um, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Okay? Love ya. Do I?